turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's a great day in Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. In fact... Joe Ferraro and I are coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. It's a big, it's an especially big night at Apopka and a big day for a variety of reasons. One of those big reasons, it's the opening of postseason play in Florida high school football, and the Blue Darters host a first-round playoff game versus visiting Flagler Palm Coast tonight at Roger Williams Field, kickoff 7.30 p.m., We'll be speaking, look forward to speaking with Coach Jeff Rolson a little bit later in our show. We're also expecting to be joined by John Perry on our program today. In fact, here I see him coming right now. Also, Coach Eddie Sanders, Athletic Director for Apopka, will be joining us in just a moment, as well as other coaches on the show today as well. Another reason it's a big day in Apopka is our Apopka Blue Darter Boys Bowling Team has had a just concluded another outstanding championship winning season. They captured the district championship last week. And yesterday, most recently, they wound up as state runner-up in boys bowling in Florida. So that dynasty continues. Didn't quite get all the way to capture the state championship, but nevertheless, a runners-up position is very impressive and really speaks to the outstanding bowling culture at Apopka High School. Let's go ahead and welcome our guest, first of all, Joe. Great to see you. Yeah, so always good to see you, Roger. And also, John Perry's joining us and Coach Eddie Sanders. John, great pleasure for coming over. Great to see you. Well, good to see you, Roger. It's a nice, calm day out here right now. Coach Eddie Sanders, thanks for hosting us again. Yeah, it's awesome to be back on campus. It's been already a busy week at um, Apopka with our sports. We've had regional swimming this week. Uh, tomorrow, we have a girl, um, Ariana, who was on our radio show, I believe. Um, is competing in the state um, cross-country meet up in Tallahassee tomorrow. Of course, like you said, our bowlers, boys bowlers, finished state runner-up last night. So it's been a busy week along with, of course, this thing called a football game tonight. A little football game. Yeah. And we look forward to being joined by Coach Rolson later in our show. But right now, let's go ahead and I'd like to have you talk about the bowling because that's really one of the most incredible stories in high school sports in Florida the numerous you know, multiple state championships consecutively that we've won um, and then most recently having a, a very strong run a district championship this season and also a very strong run through postseason didn't quite capture the state championship but the runner-up uh, champion uh, runner-up is an, a very um, impressive way as, as well yeah another outstanding year um, a district championship 
Um, we had an individual boy win the district championship. And then uh, once we started in the, um, in the state championship, it was kind of unusual because we actually didn't have an individual boy qualify for the individual competition, which is very unusual because a lot of times we'll have anywhere from one to three boys competing also in the individual competition. So it really was a team effort. And um, we actually won our first match. We got beat in our second match by North Fort Myers. That put us into the loser's bracket, and it's double elimination. So now you're on a road where you got to win probably seven, eight matches in a row um, to win the state championship. And we got all the way to the championship match where we would have had to beat Dwyer twice and lost to him three to one. Um, so we didn't get to that final, final winner take all, but um, great showing. Um, Wednesday and Thursday of this week by our boys, boiling team coached by Doug Campbell. And um, hopefully we're going to have a couple of them stop by here a little bit later. That'd be great. Uh, one of the really outstanding aspects and interesting aspects of Blue Daughter Boys Bowling is the fact that, you know, the original group of guys that won the first state championship, you know, Petey Virgos, um, the Thornton Twins, other guys I'm, you know, I'm going to miss, of course, but, uh, you know, went through school they uh, completed their eligibility they moved on um and a whole another crop of guys came along and, and kept kept uh, competing at a super high at an elite level yeah, you, you kinda, and, and winning state championships and and now we've got a, a state runner-up uh, yeah you kind of think well once this group's kind of gone through then they're gonna kind of hit a downward spiral that's not what happened i mean we've got you know a, obviously a solid team um even coming back next year so and what, what's kind of cool is that even um Petey's dad was down there at the bowling alley last night watching us so you know it really is something that's in their blood and oh, oh, um, well, these I'm guys sure can beat hard no, no demetrius virgo he was doing more than watching he's <laughs> he's the literally the godfather of, of that bowling dynasty i mean his uh you know mentoring Petey uh, you know as a youngster um, getting him started in bowling uh, the culture that was built over the, the brunswick uh, bowling lanes is in um the, the fundraising that demetrius has done to and helping to guide the the parents and the program has just been been extraordinary and uh, it's but it's great to see him as a as a specific example demetrius virgos but other parents doing the same thing is once their children come through school and and graduate and move forward they can cont parents continue in many cases to support the program and um you know in, in many different ways um anyway um well great so we're going to have another distinguished guest on our show coach jerry russell and uh Je right. Coach, great to have you joining us today. Thank you. Glad to be here. Just got back from the regional swim meet. Had a good bunch of kids. Um, just happy to have somebody to make it a regional, do as good as we can. Love uh, swimming and water polo here at Apopka High School. And we're off to having a pretty good year. My uh, boys team finished their dual meet season 5-0, and and my girls were 4-1. and Their only loss was to Edgewater, one of our rivals in swimming. They did lose to them in the dual meet but they managed to pick them up at the Metro meet. That's wonderful. And uh, you just tell, it's great to have you give us a great report on Blue Darter swimming and Blue Darter boys and girls polo. Now, John, I'd love to have you, you know, talk about, um, I know you had, a, you had an excellent interview with Coach Rolson today in the Popka Chief. And can you uh, just give us an assessment of, of football as we head into the postseason? Well, Roger, I, you know, obviously they're playing very well. Uh, four shutouts out of nine regular season games so far this season. Uh, Eleven points that Lake Mary scored in the, in the final uh, four games that Apopka's given up. 
Uh, I want to go back to the bowling for a second. You know, last night when when uh, I, I got a text from my reporter Neil Fisher that he was at the bowling and got a text from him that they had uh, finished his runner-up, and and I put that on Twitter, and and, and it just popped in my mind that. Okay, runner-up, yeah, they're not state champs. Okay, so what? No, neither are 200 other bowling teams in the state. And, uh, you know, but if you was just – if that state runner-up finish was just by itself and, and, and nothing else, but when you add in five state championships, seven straight state tournament appearances in uh, a state runner-up, it's just – it shows the consistency and the, the – uh, the, I don't know. The, just the the, consi- the the good consistency, obviously, the consistency of, of of winning and and you know they're doing it the right way. These these are good kids, and and it's uh, you know bowling sometimes may get a bad rap, but but these kids are right there. It's it's a it's a mental game as much as a physical game, and uh, emotional as well. And so I just uh, really impressed with the with the. The program and the way it's going, and not just this year, but but for the last. I mean, it's it's, it's approaching a decade of dominance in this in the in this state. This is not Wyoming, where there's 17 high schools in the state. You know, there's there's 200 at least 200 schools that, that bowl in one class, and uh, you know, so that, that just that just proves the dominance that a, that Apopka High boys bowling has had. Uh, in the state. No, thank you for those comments, and I agree a, a million percent. It's truly one of the more unusual and unusually positive stories of success in high school sports, uh, not only in recent Florida history, but in all of Florida history, to maintain yeah. that kind of dominant consistency. And then about bowling, I mean, you can have obviously some really, really good individuals, but you have to have a team. You have to have, I mean, five guys. At least five guys, right, and, least. and we used, um, we actually used a couple of our other guys in, during the tournament. So um, you can't, you cannot advance in the tournament if you just have a couple good bowlers. You got to have five at least solid bowlers to um, to advance. Friends, we're listening. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central today. We're coming to you from live from Apopka High School. In fact, uh, it's lunchtime, and we see a lot of the young men and women of students at Apopka High School out here um, in the courtyard. It's a very festive atmosphere, a very energetic, shall I say, atmosphere, and um, it's great to be here on campus. John Perry's joining us, Coach. Uh, Jerry Russell's joining us, Blue Daughter swimming coach and water polo coach, and now one of Coach Russell's swimmers is going to join us on the program. Yes, this is uh, one of my uh, swim captains. She's senior t- uh, swim captain, Carmen Yanez. She's also going to be uh, captain of the water polo team as well. She does both sports. She's a uh, what I call a threefer. She had me for AP World History, AP European History, and now she's in my, my AP Economics class so she's what we like to have here at Apopka. She's a real slacker of a student right all these AP (laughs) classes right and uh, I would like for her to talk a little bit if that's okay with you about what it was like being captain of the swim team and your four and one record this year. Um, It was a lot of fun like I like the team aspect of of being a captain I like you know cheering and that's that's probably my favorite part is actually getting to know everybody on the team personally and yeah and how did you get started swimming and when did you decide you wanted to swim uh, competitively uh, for the school I decided I decided that I wanted to be a swimmer my freshman year because Russell told me that I should and um, I started four weeks late but I ended up doing pretty well so I stuck with it and 
you know, he's my favorite coach, so I just kept going. <laughs> I'm her only coach. <laughs> it's easy to be a favorite then, right? Yes, it is. Amazing powers of persuasion. I'd love to yeah. hear more about those. Obviously, yeah, very much so. Uh, it, what were your favorite dual meet wins of the season in Metro, what we did at Metro? Oh, well, I like going against Wakaiva because that's our rival school, you know, so yeah. when we beat them, it was fun. <laughs> that's probably my favorite um, experience this year. And her favorite line just before she swims, she's our sprinter. She does what we call the splash and dash, the 50 freestyle and the 100 freestyle. Her favorite line before she goes in to her many victories this season was, I'm about to get it done. <laughs> yeah. Let them hear let's you go, say Let's go, let's go. I'm about to get it done. <laughs> okay, there you go. Some good old Apopka slang right there. And a great attitude and, and a great, uh, great optimism. Well, congratulations on uh, commend you for an excellent season and uh, look forward to, uh, you know, following you in the, in the water as you play water polo as well yes. you're excited about the water polo yes, season i love water polo it's my favorite sport the the endurance i gotta ask about the endurance of water polo i mean yeah well um i'm the goalie so i oh, have okay. to tread water the whole right, time right. and i block all of the shots and i'm really good at that <laughs> yeah that, that's the idea yeah <laughs> what do you feed your horses uh, well, that's too old <laughs> Well, you know, it had, it had to come about because it's polo. It's a great uh, story, water polo. I've learned a lot about uh, water, the sport of water polo since we've been covering the team over the over these past few years. Well, guys, it's time for us to take our first break. When we come back, we look forward to being joined by Coach Rolson. Talk a little more about football. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics, and encourage you to... Brace, get yourself braced for success in 2019 by going over to visit Dr. Baptiste at his office on Park Avenue right across from Kitland Nelson Park. Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics, proud to sponsor Blue Garter Sports on 1520 WBZW. We'll be right back, coming to you live from Apopka High School. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live today from the campus of Apopka High School. It's a big day in Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Right now, we're pleased to be joined by Coach Jeff Rolson of football. He's joining us with, along with John Perry and Coach Eddie Sanders. Of course, Joe Ferraro's here. Go to Coach Rolson in just one moment. I do want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports on 1520 WBZW are sponsored by Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology. Are you or a loved one missing precious moments due to poor hearing? If so, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology can help you get those moments back. Visit centralfloridaaudiology.com. That's centralfloridaaudiology.com to schedule your appointment and start hearing better today. Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology. Let's go to, to Coach Rolson. 
Coach, first of all, congratulations on, of course, winning the Class 8A District 4 Championship, and even more recent, congratulations on a, a great 34 to victory, 34 to nothing victory over Wekiver last Friday night. Would you like to share a few, uh, you know, comments about the, the win over Wekiver last Friday? That was a good football game for us. Uh, you know, we're, we're turning the corner a little bit. We're showing improvement in some areas we've been working on. Defensively, they, we continue to play pretty well, uh, and then offensively, we move the ball well. We're getting some guys back healthy so you always want to be on an upswing going into the playoffs and along those lines can you talk about um, you know it seemingly certainly in terms of the scores um, in other ways as well seemed like the team continued to get better and better down the home stretch of the season and can you you share with us you know your thoughts on where the team is now and um, you know as we head into the, the, the playoffs well, you know, we've been fortunate. We weren't fortunate early injury-wise uh, in the season, but we're fortunate now that we're getting some guys back. Uh, we haven't sustained any injuries to uh, players that are vital to our our success. So that's good. I think um, our offense is, is improving weekly. Uh, we've got a, a quarterback in, in, in Loman who can run the football, but he's, he's throwing it well, which we're going to need to do to, to win some uh, games. But uh, we're in great shape, and we just got to improve and embrace the process. You know, Generally, the teams that last are the teams that aren't satisfied and are hungry, and we're hoping we're going to be that. John Perry's joining us. John, feel free to jump in with a question or, or comment whenever you're uh, Jeff, we talked about this, Simon, and how, and it's this is my theory, is that your defense not only sets the tone early, but, you know, and, and you, you talked about the other the other team's defense. They seem to get worn down as the game goes along, and maybe that's because, as you mentioned, you know, they come out after, uh, you know, they get maybe, maybe they force an apopka punt, and then three three plays and a punt later, they have to go out there. I mean, they, they're literally two or three minute rests, and and you know, after as the game wears on, that really breaks them down. Uh, maybe maybe emotionally, but certainly physically. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it can be frustrating if if you're an offense and you want the ball and you want to get on the field and you're you're out there and you're off and defensively. It's the same for us. I mean, we, you know, a few weeks back when we were playing West Orange and we're three and out in them, three and out in them, three and out in them, and then we're right back out there, right back out there, and right. then you go into half and you feel like you've dominated the contest and it's three to nothing and you're a, an explosive play or a missed tackle away from being behind. Right. That can wear on you, you know, so I'm sure that happens to other people, but, you know, we, we need to be humble and, and strive to be better. Um, because we're going to need the offense to win a game for us. I, I right. firmly believe that. That's going to happen. You talked about getting the rash of injuries early to key players. I think the top four running backs went down, and uh, starting with spring football through the early, after the season started, uh, literally into the Dr. Phillips game. And guys continued to step up, not only running back, but other positions where guys got injured. Uh, can you just talk about that, the culture of, of, of guys you know, stepping up and getting the John, job done? Unheralded guys, in some cases, third and fourth string guys. It is. It's just. It's to. It's just next man up. And you know, we lost um, Davis Hamilton before the season even got here. Uh, we Akeem Brown went down uh, after one game, I believe, and then uh, Anthony uh, Joseph went down. And now we're sitting there with a young man that was a transfer, 
we didn't know a lot about skill-wise. We got some young guys. We, we moved Spivey over there to the running back spot, and he's athletic, and he's done some good things. So it, it, you can't give up. You just got to find a way to get it done. So if we got to play guys both ways, if I had to take uh, a Fieldings or a Martinez and stick him back there, that'd be next. It, we're going to do whatever we need to do. The kids understand that. Really, one of the, the hallmarks of Blue Darter football. And I, you know, personally, Richard Sibley's become a f- personal favorite of mine. I mean, the guy is just tough as nails. He's not the biggest guy, but as I say, he when he hits that line, he leads with his head. He runs hard. Yes, he does. <laughs> he very, runs very hard. Um, Jeff, you want to update us? I guess is the right word on the on the kicking game and, and all that that type of situation. I mean, I know it's not been a uh, you know situation that's that's. I mean, you talk about injuries. I know uh, Tyus Van Dyer's got the the hip or groin or whatever it is that's 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 bugging him. And, and uh, but uh, what are your what are your plans for that? Well, we we rested him all week. He didn't kick an extra point. He didn't kick at all. He's been getting treatment. Um, we uh, had a young man that we we'd gotten out, but he hadn't meet the uh, minimum number of. Uh, regular season contest in order to be included on the playoff roster, but he'll be back next year, so that's a good thing. Um, We've done a great job with the sky kick and with our coverage, and so that's our plan to continue that. If something happens to Titus, then, you know, we've got some kids that are athletic that can kind of get the ball down there a little bit. We kick it on. We've seen us in the past. We've kicked the ball. We've laid the ball sideways on the ground and just kicked it. We called it the melon kick. What, you know, it's, it may not be pretty, but we're going to find a way to help ourselves field position-wise. And, Coach, we're playing Flagler-Palm Coast tonight in the first round of the playoffs at home, kickoff 730. What can you tell us about Flagler-Palm Coast? I feel good about it. I mean, uh, John Perry puts uh, some input on defense, and Eddie Sanders gives me some offensive input, so we just kind of meld those things into our game plan. But... They're a solid football team. You know, they're eight and two. They can throw the ball. They can run the ball. They're solid up front. Um, defensively, they're active. They're going to move and stunt, and they run to the football. So um, they're solid. I think they're good. Um, I feel good about the game. I think that you know, defense travels. We're not traveling, but if your defense shows up, you're going to be in every contest. So playoff football is about not turning the ball over field position kicking game you know and it's about playing defense not giving up big plays and we do those things we don't have to be dynamic we just have to get the job done i think we will speaking with coach jeff rolson of blue daughter sports central and uh coach can you talk about we've talked about this young man before but you know i just from my own personal perspective he's had an excellent season and he's been a big part of the success of the season and that's a jaquan loman who was a did an outstanding job last season as a sophomore free safety then he moved into the quarterback role this year for the first time and um looking back after after nine games he's had an excellent year both uh, he's a gifted runner but he's also had success throwing the ball yeah, he's done a great job. We're, we're thankful because he, he takes a lot of contact out there. He carries the ball a lot. He's, he's not real thick. But, uh, you know, he's doing it as a team guy because he doesn't really – he never really wanted to be the quarterback. He'd love to play defense every snap. Um, but, you know, Coach Coggle and those guys have done a good job with him, and he's, he's an intelligent player. He's very intelligent. That's probably something people don't understand. He knows the offense backwards and forwards. So he's growing as a quarterback as, as far as the passing game is concerned. 
Um, he's obviously an athletic runner. Um, and our, our thought process offensively has kind of been, you know, do what he does well and, and, you know, whatever we got the personnel for. But it's good. And, you know, he's, he took us on a nice drive a few weeks back, you know, off our own goal line, threw the ball all the way down the field. So it's nice to know when it comes to two-minute or you're behind, you can, you've got an opportunity to do that. Now, you know, like all football teams, certain units start off ahead of other certain units. Of course, our defensive line and defense in general have been a, a streak, the, the core foundation from day one pretty much. Uh, the offensive line was, uh, you know, a work in progress, as, as you'd stated back in the spring. And, you know, they've kind of had their ups and downs. They've had some adversity with injuries as well. But once again, coming down the stretch, the offensive line seemingly is, is playing playing well. It's getting better. You know, Kozio's been healthy for a few weeks now in a row, and he's a big, strong kid. Um, uh, Antonio Merriweather has been solid. He's a good football player the whole time. Um, Campbell's played, and he's improved because he's a he's a younger player, and uh, he's gotten better as the season's gone on. We've uh, taken uh, Ronald Harris and Micah Riley, and they're starting at defensive tackle, and we rotate them at the outside tackle to get some push and some movement. Um, and they've done a great job and been team guys for that. So, And Bevel does a good job at the backside tight end. He catches the ball, but he blocks well. So, you know, I don't know. When we started out, there's injuries, and we couldn't keep the same group in there all the time. And I don't know. You, you, we started out, we were probably a D, and, and, and now we're a, we're a C plus B. So if we can keep playing, maybe we'll be an A by the time it's over. But they're, they're doing a good job. Coach Farkas works hard with those guys. Now, we read the excellent interview with John Peary in the, this morning's Apopka Chief, and one of the things that you talked about, it, you know, I'd like to ask you to share with our listeners, you know, the difference in playoff football and regular season football, both in terms of your level of competition and, you know, the urgency, obviously. Well, you know, <clears throat> everything leading up to the playoffs. So during the season, it's, it's, it's pride. You want to win every game. You want to go undefeated. But... If you stumble or you have some bad breaks, you can rally from it. Playoff football is everybody's deserves to be there. They're there for a reason. Um, a lot of times you're seeing teams that you're not as familiar with. They're not as familiar with you because you don't play them once or twice a year. And so that it's kind of interesting. Um, but I don't know. I think our kids understand it's 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 go to you to you lose. And you know we're positive. We don't we don't look down the road. But uh, it's just, I think they understand the situation. And we got plenty of experienced coaches that have been in the playoffs and made runs and been to championships. So we don't see it as a big anything. We know what we know what our goal is, and it's to win this game. Next week it'll be to win that game. And that's kind of how we approach it. John? Yeah, what, with the return of the King Brown uh, at running back, uh, what, what does he offer in Will he be in game shape enough to, to get a, a good number of carries or, or will it be fairly limited? Do you think? I think he offers explosiveness, toughness. I think he offers, uh, you know, hope for our kids that, hey, we just, we're doing pretty good and now the team's back. Right. I mean, they're very excited about that. Yeah. I think he's a young, strong kid and he's going to carry the ball tonight. I don't think... I don't think it would be wise for us to give him 30 carries. We've demonstrated we don't have to have 
have that. So right. I think it'd be good. He got his feet wet on kickoff coverage last week. He could have played last week. We're working him in slowly. I, I would see him getting, you know, 8 to 12 carries tonight, seeing depending on how he feels. And we'll go from there. Coach, thank you for joining us. Thanks for, for the time you spend with us. And uh, it's always great to speak with you. We're going to go to our next break. When we come uh, back, I, I do want to make a quick comment before you head into the break. Is you know, that I think that speaks a lot to the culture of a popular Blue Garter football, and that you bring your uh, your valued running back and you break him in on, on kick coverage. <laughs> but um, anyway, we're going to uh, we'll let you give this word from a Popka Moore and Equipment Repair owned by former Blue Garter baseball player Mike Martin is your one-stop center for all your lawn and garden needs in the greater Apopka area. Apopka Morn Equipment Repair. They sell the best and they fix the rest. Stop by their impressive showroom in North Apopka at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail which is of course Highway 441 between the 429 and Plymouth Serena Road. Apopka Moor and Equipment Repair. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us today. Coming to you live today from the campus of Apopka High School. It's a huge day in Apopka and at Apopka High School. First of all, we're celebrating another outstanding season by our Apopka Blue Daughter Boys bowling team. The boys made it all captured the uh, runners up trophy uh, for state runner up in the sport of boys bowling in Florida. And that's just part of a very long line of outstanding performances, elite level performances for Apopka Blue Daughter Boys Bowling. Of course, they captured the district championship on the way to the state playoffs. Football tonight versus Flagler Palm Coast at home. Kickoff is 7.30 tonight. Of course, you can hear it all starting with the pregame show right here on 1520 WBZW. And right now we're going to talk a little bit about Apopka Blue Darter soccer. And um, we're pleased to be joined once again by Coach P. Ryan and one of her soccer players, Liz Rivera. Coach P. Ryan, great to see you again. It's been a while. It's good to see you guys. Thanks for having us. And tell us about, you introduced uh, your, your player here with us. Um, well, this is Liz Rivera. She's one of our seniors. She's actually committed to go play soccer in college. And um, she's one of our starters, and she plays center back for us. Awesome. Great to have you here, Liz. Thank you. Of course, John Perry's still joining us. Joe is here, and, and Coach uh, Eddie Sanders is, is here as well. Coach uh, Keister is here as well. So we got a great crew here to t- talk and celebrate a pop to Blue Darter Sports on Blue Darter Sports Central today. And, Coach, just tell us a bit about, um, give us an update. How are things going with Blue Darter soccer and and what's happening? Well, we ended our season uh, 13-6 and last season and uh, made it through to regionals but got knocked out in the first round. But we have great leadership coming back this season, and we also picked up 11 new players, so it's basically like a whole new team, too. A lot of freshmen and sophomores, and they are coming for us, are coming for the older girls and uh, it motivates the older girls and the younger girls as well. And um, we had a couple preseason games already under our belt, so we're looking forward to the season. 
That's awesome. It's great. They're one of the you know, programs that's had a tremendous amount of success here at Apopka is Blue Darter Soccer. And Liz, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, did you play or last year? I did. I've been playing since my freshman year. So I I play club as well as for high school. So it's like, it's a fun to play high school, definitely, because it's like, it's a little bit of a different environment. You get to play with your friends and it's a little bit more competitive because you want to say like, oh, we beat our rival or we beat them or we did this, we did that. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a really good environment to be a part of, especially if you want to go on to the next level and play. And do you have, what are, what are your goals and aspirations as a soccer player? Um, I'm going into college now to play. I'm going to be playing D3 at Huntington College in Alabama. And um, as far as soccer, I mean, I see myself going pretty far in it, but I'm more interested in, like, becoming a chemist. <laughs> well, congratulations. So you've already got your, uh, your next step uh, is already uh, accomplished. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. And uh, go back to Coach P. Ryan. Can you talk about the, what were some of the qualities that uh, that Liz has, you know, that allowed her to make that transition and, and to, to, to play college? Um, Liz is extremely fast. I mean, nobody is going to beat her in the back. There is no forward on any team in the Orlando area that is going to outrun Liz, which is solid. She has great leadership skills, and she's super coachable, and that's what uh, college coaches look for in athletes, and she's very committed. Excellent. It's great to hear those, those kinds of stories, certainly. Now, can you talk about your goals for this, this upcoming 2020 season? Yeah, um, well, we have Brooke Schultz, who's coming back as a senior. She's always been our leading scorer, so um, her and some other seniors are really wanting to go all the way to state this year because it's their last year. And um, that definitely is one of our goals is to go all the way to state. So our first step is to win the Metro and then go into our district. And our district is set up how football is now. So we're ranked uh, through max prep and then go on to regionals, sectionals, and go to state. Let me interject. You mentioned the district. and. Mm -hmm. The district of teams mm-hmm. is completely different than, it, than it's, I mean, Correct. neither West Arm. Of course, Wakaiva is in a lower class now, right. uh, 6A. I guess it's seven classes right now right. In, in soccer instead of eight. Um, but uh, so, you know, Wakaiva is not in the same district. Even West Orange is not in. And uh-uh. Apopka and St. West Orange. in our district. Yeah. But, uh, we have you know, Lake Brantley now in our district. Right. Yeah. It's it's a completely different setup. Yeah. For, uh, but it's not you know. set up um, tournament style like it was before, like right. head-to-head play. It's based off your strength of schedule and your points during right. the season. And we have to play those teams like DP and West Orange still because they're in our metro. So we will play them in the regular season, but right. we won't see them again until uh, after the second round of regionals. Right. Yeah. So it's a, and and that uh, that's that same max prep ranking, of course, somewhat not same, but somewhat is used for football mm-hmm. in the RPI deal that football has. But but the other sports from here on out, right? Uh, you know, the basketball is the same way, and and, yeah. and the baseball will be the same way. Yeah. And it's. It's just a whole new world well, for, for what y'all are, are, have faced in the past. Yeah, currently we're ranked 35th out of, I think, 172 teams just based off our strength of schedule. So we're, right. you know, we're up there a little bit, but we got to win. I mean, yeah, the bottom line is if you win, it takes care of itself, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. And I do have a question about about the district. Do, do you still have a district championship format? Yes. So we'll still have a tournament-style format, but it'll be based off a of ranking. So we don't 
we don't face anyone in our district during our regular season. Uh, uh, myself and the Brantley coach talked before our season, and we didn't even want to see each other before the actual district tournament, so we don't have a regular season game with them. The only team that we do is a Koei because they're in our metro, um, but it'll be ranked off our wins and losses during the season. Um, what what we're ranked and then in order to go through if we have a strong strength of schedule they could still pick the top three people from our district so you don't necessarily have to win you don't necessarily have to come in second to go regionals now you could be in third or fourth but if you have a strong um district then you can advance to regionals yeah it's 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 based on on the the same idea of, yeah. uh, that, that football is going through right now, but uh, and, and they have the option, if I'm not mistaken, to either play or not play right, your not district opponents. Right. Uh, you know, and I know in bas- boys basketball, for instance, they're doing some of that, but it's not an automatic home and home through the season and then in the tournament, the district tournament. This is just, uh, in this case, it's just the district tournament that right. you'll, you'll I see. I mean, obviously, we still want to win the Metro and the district. Um, that's our goal is to maybe even go undefeated. It's just a different format. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's the first year for it. All right. Listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central, we're glad you're joining us today. We're coming to you live from the from, from the actual Apopka High School. It's a great day at Apopka High School. It's great to see the students out here so enthusiastic. And uh, we're trying I want to thank Coach Eddie Sanders for an outstanding lineup of guests on our show. Right now, we're talking Blue Darter soccer with Coach P. Ryan and one of her soccer players, Coach, excuse me, Liz Rivera. John Perry's joining us as well. And, Coach, can you just talk a little bit about, um, you know, what kind of team do you expect to have this year in terms of, I mean, is it going to be defensive-oriented team, offensive-oriented team, your, your philosophy of building a winning team and program? Um, well, I normally play um – a 4-4-2 and that seems to work for us and we have a lot of like I said before freshmen and sophomores that can fill in the gaps of the seniors that we lost last year and not only fill in the gaps but you know really make an impact on our team so we have some really strong strikers coming back Brooke Schultz is one of our strikers that's coming back that scores lots of goals for us and we also have a couple new freshmen and sophomores that can score for us and then in the back Liz is basically her and then we have a senior goalkeeper Erica Treadwell who came back Um, she's been on hiatus for two years but Annika left us last year as a senior so she came back for us which is great so we have good leadership back there but we also have some new ones that are you know coachable and Liz does a great job of communicating with them back there and they listen and um, they work very well together. And Liz Rivera, as you head into, will this be your senior season? It is. What, as you prepare yourself, what are the things that you feel you need to do to, to have a successful season, both as an individual contributor to the team and a team member, and, and for the team success as well? I think it's really it's a it's a big thing to be very open with only your coach, but with your teammates, and allow yourself to be vulnerable in the things that I know I'm going to mess this up, and I'm going to work with you and work with the team, work with coach to fix these problems, and we can all really grow as a team and individuals to go on and excel in whatever else we're going to be pursuing in life. 
And how do you feel about the, your, your teammates as you prepare you know, for this season? You're kind of a, oh, I'm a, excited. a different uh, mix of team, a lot of young, younger yeah. players coming in. I'm really excited. The The feel is a lot different than last season is. Everyone is really, like, open and super excited to grow and learn together. And it's, like, it's a nice environment to be a part of because everyone is working so hard to get one goal that we all want to do, and that's eventually to go to states. So it's a really, really good environment. That's wonderful. And what are some of the things, both Coach P. Ryan and, and Liz, that you, as as the younger players come into the program, uh, you have, how are you, you bring them into the program and you know teach them about the culture and your expectations? We'll start with Coach P. Ryan. Well, I mean, all these girls that are coming into Apopka, they play club ball too, so they are all pretty technically sound. I don't really have to do much, but um, try to train them tactically and how we can work together as a team. And it's a short season; it's four months that I see. Them. So I don't see him for the next following year because I don't coach club. And so I come back and we have tryouts, which lasts about two days. And then we have two weeks of practice and then we jump right into our season. So it's a very fast turnaround time and they have to be bonded as a team and they have to like each other and they're girls. So and and then they have to respect me and um, which they all do. And we all seem to work well together. I get a lot of input from my seniors. You know, I, I can take it and apply it or I not but I mean ultimately it's my decision but I like them to have buy-in because it's their last season great insights and, and Liz you know as a senior what is your role you see, how do you see your role for the, the younger members of the team I think it's just to really keep a high work ethic and just because it's my last year doesn't mean I'm done working I still have a lot to improve on and I still have a lot to show as being a senior like I've put so much time into it and it's now it's my time to to shine and it's good to show that to the underclassmen because the work doesn't end after your junior or senior year. It just keeps going. Great philosophy for success. Well, well Coach P. Ryan, Liz Rivera, thanks for joining us on Blue Daughter Sports Central Thank today. You. We'll Thank look you. forward to following you. Friends, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back from Apopka High School. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us today. We're coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School today. And as you can hear, we've got an outstanding lineup of coaches and players from Apopka Blue Darter Sports. Once again, to reset our crew here. Joe Ferraro, of course, here is with us. John Perry, the Apopka Chief and Planners, joining us. Coach Eddie Sanders is orchestrating the show today and doing a great job of giving us tons of people to talk to. Coach Ken, Ken Keister is here, our, our trainer, and uh, we look forward to talking to him a little bit later. In a moment, we'll go to Coach Eddie Jenkins of Apopka Bowling, Girls and Boys Bowling, and two of his outstanding, two of the outstanding Apopka bowlers, Jordan Walker, who bowls for the girls, and Jeremy Walker, who bowls for the boys, who, of course, made it all the way to state runner-up status in the state playoffs yesterday. Before we go back to our panel, I want to let you know that Highland Funeral Home supports Apopka Blue Darter Sports on 1520 WBGW and sponsored Apopka Blue Darter Football. Highland Funeral Home takes great pride in the options that they offer to families of our veterans. Also, if you have an immediate need, they have a 24-hour number that you could call 24 hours a day. That's 407-869-1188, 869-1188. Highland Funeral Home, proud to support the families of America's veterans. 
We also want to let you know that Community Health Centers supports Blue Darter football and Blue Darter sports on 1520 WBZW. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been fighting, providing quality and affordable health care for the Apopka community. You can find out more at chcfl.org. That's chcfl.org, Community Health Centers Incorporated. Now let's go to Coach Eddie Jenkins. And, Coach, once again, congratulations on another outstanding season for Apopka Blue Darter Boys Bowling and Girls Bowling. And you're the, the head coach of Girls Bowling and assistant coach for Boys Bowling, as I understand. And uh, the, the boys, you know, just a little bit about the boys' most recent uh, accomplishment, which made it all the way to the state championship game. Yeah, uh, it's the seventh year. Uh, I got involved with bowling three years ago. And we have made it to state. We won the first year. Uh, last year, we got, I think, kind of upset. I thought we was expect to go a little bit more, but we got uh, just kind of lost focus a little bit there uh, early on and ended up getting put out a little earlier than we uh, was expected. But this year's team was a bunch of young guys. We didn't know what to kind of expect. We had uh, Ben Benjamin, which was one of the top bowlers last year. Uh, but uh, we had some young guys that came in like Jeremy here came and did an outstanding job for us and we uh, was very pleased and being run up this year it's outstanding Jeremy thank you for joining us your sister Jordan thank you for joining us Jordan um, Walker as well and coach why don't you tell us a bit about Jordan Walker and, and her accomplishments Jordan uh, you know, was bowling last year I, I, when she first came in I'm like uh, we got a chance. If she keeps bowling, last year she came in as a uh, sophomore and was bowling one of the top bowlers in the area. And uh, this year uh, she just uh, just week went from, I think, uh, 500 last year to being 11 and 2 this year. Outstanding record. Ended up winning the Metro. And Jordan was a big part of that. She uh, was our leading bowler. Uh, she uh, qualified for the state bowl. And we just uh, ecstatic. She's coming back next year. Uh, so boys and girls, we're excited about uh, popular bowling right now. No, absolutely. It's one of the great sports stories uh, you know, in Florida, in Florida history, actually, literally. Right. Jordan, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your season and, uh, and your experience with Apopka Blue Garden Girls Bowling? Yes. Yeah, so um, the girls, um, we have a really good team. Um we all it, it's like mainly about like you know we we're, we're like really there for each other and uh um we had 12 and 1 i believe it was this year and last year was less but we we've really improved all of us girls really improved and um i'm really really proud of all of us um we it was a. Uh, it was the matches were sometimes a little more challenging than, others, but we all got through it and we managed to get 12 and one this year. So well, it's an outstanding season. And your brother Jeremy Walker is here and he competed for Blue Darter Boys Bowling and he had an excellent season as an individual and they had a great as we talked about season as a team, district championship and state runner-up status. Jeremy, thank you for joining us on Blue Darter Sports. Um, thank you. And tell us a little bit about the your tell us a little bit about the playoffs. Um, so coming in as a freshman is pretty crazy, and so um, going to states is like it's really crazy, and um, getting to bowl is just like amazing, and so pretty much you know when you bowl you just gotta focus and concentrate on your mark and we gotta throw the ball so 
Yeah. And as a freshman, that's very impressive to break into this uh, lineup. I mean, because as we've talked about, Apopka's got just an extraordinarily elite bowling culture of success. Tell us about breaking into the lineup as a freshman. So I was a, um, I'm an actual, I'm, I was a sub, and they subbed me in for states, and then I did like real, I did really good in states. So they kept me, and like I pretty much helped the whole team when they were down. And so we, we all worked out as a team. If someone was down, we'd pick them up. And if we were down, they'd pick us up. That's outstanding. Coach Jenkins. Uh, Jeremy, I, I was so I was so delighted. I mean, yesterday he, he started off like uh, he wasn't bowling at first. And uh, Doug Campbell, which is the head uh, boys coach, uh, put him in the lineup. And I, I don't think, I think at one time he had, what, six or seven strikes. He was outstanding. He kind of held the glue together. <laughs> I was just stunned, and I'm, I'm just happy for him that he bowled so well. I mean, we, we, like I said, he's coming back next year, but he had a great straight run. He really bowled, bowled real well. That's wonderful, and I think Jeremy's experience with the boys, you know, certainly yesterday at, at the state tournament, that kind of helps to, to explain some of this sustained elite success we've had. You know, guys go come through, they leave, they graduate. Yeah. Other guys come along and step up. It's kind of like that one next man up culture yeah. in football, actually. Yeah. You know, we have Jeremy is one of the freshmen. We have another freshman, Malik Taylor. And we have sophomores. We just have a bunch of group of like you said, it just keeps coming. It's amazing. Every year uh, since I've been involved with Apocalypse Bowling, uh, every year we had outstanding bowlers come along, and we're going to have more to come on next year. So it's uh, it's exciting. Uh, I tell you, uh, we're looking uh, forward to next year. These guys go in and work uh, two hours every day. I have never been in a sport, and I've coached a little bit of everything, tennis, uh, was basketball, basketball coach here, but these guys was really coming there for two hours every day, no days off, and work their butts off and does a good job. Well, thank you for sharing that great, great insight. Well, Jordan Walker, thank you for joining us. Jeremy Walker, thank, thank you for you. joining us. Thank you very much. Coach Eddie Jenkins, John, John Perry, great to have you here. Joe, thank you. Great job. Coach Sanders, thank you for the excellent job today. Appreciate it. And of course, football game tonight, pregame 7 p.m. right here on 1520 WBZW. Have a great day.